0: Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So we've been playing for you some of the clips of my five-day free workshop that I've been giving. And by the way, if you ever have any questions or you want to just let me know what you were thinking or, or what really moved you from any of this, or if you're feeling stuck with any of it, you can always DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller. I'd be happy to, to hear what this is feeling like for you. And if it's feeling motivating, or if you have any questions, feel free to come on Mm -hmm. over there. Um, The other thing I want you to know is that the doors to my program, Made to Do This, are officially open. And if you have any questions about that program, you can definitely ask me that as well. If you want to check out information about that program, you can go to this.com There's an awesome video there that actually shows clips from Made to Do This. So you can get a really good sense. There's also like a bunch of reading material that helps you understand what Made to Do This is like. Uh, but Made to Do This is a 12-week program that walks you through A to Z, step-by-step, how you can make a living doing what you were put here to do. And unlike all these other online courses where you watch recorded videos, Made to Do This is not pre-recorded videos. It is actually me and you every week on Zoom. So it's interactive. It's live. um, There's an opportunity for you to ask questions. We have dance parties. Once a month, we, in addition to our weekly calls, we have what I call a sacred sunrise where we do meditation and some breath work. It is both business information and personal transformation. This is the kind of program that when everybody else is going to zig, we're going to zag. Like this program is no person left behind. So in addition to weekly coaching with me live on Zoom, you will also each be given your own mentor. And that person is going to be there so that you can ask direct questions and have even smaller breakout groups. But not only that, in addition to that that weekly call you're going to have with me in your mentor groups, you're going to do implementation work. You are going to take whatever the assignment is for the week and you are going to have time to actually get the work done and do coworking and have questions answered and really have someone there holding your hand. You know, it's one thing if you were to buy a cookbook or watch a cooking show, but it's another thing if the chef is like sitting next to you in the kitchen and making the loaf of bread with you, like step by step. So What I love about Made to Do This is it really is me linking arms with you. And by the end of 12 weeks, you will see yourself in the way you always dreamed. You will start to manifest things and the synchronicity will be off the hook and you will start to step into true abundance. So if you have any questions at all, you can definitely DM me on Instagram. You can also reach out at hello at don'tkeepyourdeja.com. Made to Do This is $317 a month. You have a lifetime access. I would definitely seize the day. We would love to have you in there. You can go to Made to sign up. Not to mention, you are going to have guest expert sessions with me during Made to Do This, including Gabby Bernstein and Ali Webb, among others. Go find out more about it. Go to to Do madetodothis.com. If you have any questions, definitely reach out. Oh, and one more thing I want to let you know is that this week, every single day, I'm going to be live at noon in this private Facebook group. If you go to kathyheller.com challenge, you can sign up and I'll be there live every single day at noon, as well as at 8 PM, both Eastern Standard Time. I will be not only doing some free trainings and workshops, but every single day at eight o'clock, I'll be announcing winners. I'll be giving away things like spiritual gangster sweatshirts and Beats earphones, and also scholarships to my program made to do this. If you want to get in on that, you can also just show up on my Instagram account at kathy.heller. I will be doing giveaways there every single day. Same kind of thing. Today I gave away Birkenstocks and later this week we'll be doing sunglasses as well as every day I'll be giving away more scholarships to me to do this. If you want to get in on these free workshops and these lives that I'm doing every day at 12 noon or eight o'clock Eastern standard time in the evening, all you have to do is go to kathyheller.com slash challenge, and you'll be led into the group. And we're doing all this cool stuff this week. If you want to also check out the giveaways, just go to my Instagram at kathy.heller. And if you're curious to watch any of the replays of these trainings, you can go to kathyheller.com slash replay. But We are just really loving this week. Last week we did the five-day challenge and this week we're calling it our catch-up week for anybody who caught a piece of it but wants more or anybody who wants to just implement and start processing some of this work. Every single day has been so much fun and I'd love to see you guys in there. Just go to kathyheller.com slash challenge if you want to join us or you can show up on Instagram at kathy.heller and see the giveaways I'm doing every day doors to made to do this close Friday. If you wanna be a part of it, definitely go to made to do this.com to check it out and come on over to Instagram because I will be giving away some scholarships. I hope you guys enjoy the next piece of the workshop and without further ado, let's get to it. What we're gonna do today is pretty cool. You know, Melissa and I have been teaching together for almost two years. She is one of the most generous, brilliant, kind-hearted, beautiful people I've ever met. Um, she is spiritual. She's loving. She is wise um, and she truly cares. And she's a great teacher. She actually has a master's in teaching, but then she's also an entrepreneur and she also is a creative. Um, So she has an MFA, but she also has a master's and she can teach and she's been teaching and creating and running a business long time. So we teach together so that you get sort of the Kathy Heller whatever that magic is about, as well as Melissa's magic. And together you have both this sort of concrete step-by-step methodical guide, as well as me sort of pouring into you some some of my own inspired, whatever the downloads are. Um, And so Melissa and I will take you through it, but let it be known that both Melissa and I have walked this walk for a long time. I just played, for those of you in Zoom, a song of mine. Um, That song was then used in movies and Hershey's Kisses commercials. Like Melissa and I were and still are makers who were able to tangibly, in a very concrete way, get to do what we love. And what we're going to talk about today is really for those of you who are feeling overwhelmed because you just went through the five days and you are trying to catch up. um, This is actually like sort of a best of, sort of a review. If we could boil it all down to what's most essential, what we're going to talk about today is what are the steps to ditch your day job? What are the steps? And when I say day job, that's a euphemism for what are the steps to step out of the paradigm where I'm not able to access and be appreciated for my gifts? And how do I step into what feels like a dream job? And to me, again, dream job is euphemism for, I get to do my work in this world. I get to do the thing that it it just lights me up. I I can't explain it, lights me up and I get paid to do it so that I don't have to go do this thing called a job and then do my life's work. I can do both. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, and we're going to go over it in a way that I hope starts to feel like you can connect the dots between like, here's who I am, here's what I love, and here's now I can see a path forward to being able to complete it. Um, And Melissa and I will kind of walk you through that, but I want to take you to one moment in my life. I want you to hear one moment in my life that is really the reason I'm sitting here right now, and I know Melissa has that moment too. And so that moment for me was in 2006. In 2006, I'm driving in my car and I actually had to pull over because I was crying so hard that my sunblock, which was in my moisturizer, now got in my eyes and I literally couldn't see. I I couldn't see. So I had to pull over. And as I'm pulling over, I, I actually start laughing at the fact that like, I, ha- I can't even see, but I'm crying so hard. And then I'm going from laughing to crying to crying harder. And then I just like put my hands up and I literally said, please, God, I please like there must be a way for you to help me find a path home. At that point in my life, I felt like a guitar as as an analogy, a guitar that was being used to hold a potted plant. Picture a guitar and in the sort of hollowed out section, there's a plant, it's a planter. And you walk in someone's home and go, Oh no, it's not used for that. That's not meant for that. You're supposed to play chords and, and melodies. Oh no, 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 no. I'm using it to hold a potted plant. At that point I had already tried to do my dream and I was Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. I had come out to LA prior to that, 2004. I had written songs. I had day jobs. I was working and trying to pay my bills and trying to crack the code to become Taylor Swift. And I wrote mediocre songs. And then they got better. And then they got better. And then they got good. And that was a whole process for me to show up for the craft let alone trying to figure out how to find the person who was going to be the right person who could possibly get me a record deal. And I wound up getting in the room with Ron Fair and I wound up getting signed to Interscope. And I was set. This is cut to, this is before the scene in the car. And I'm there and Lady Gaga is recording. I'm your biggest fan, I'll follow you. You know the song. And I'm sitting there. And there she is. And I was in the booth and it's sunset sounds and she's recording paparazzi. And I'm like, I knew it. I was right. Dreams come true. I came to LA, LA has got nothing like come at me, bro. I got this. I'm going to get the dream. Let's do this. And six weeks later, I get a call from Ron and I'm driving in my car. And he says, uh, Can you pull over? This is not the scene when I'm crying two years later. This is the other car scene. A lot of things happen in cars in LA. You spend a lot of time in your car. So he called me six weeks after that and said, uh, Jimmy Iovine loves you. Everyone loves you, Kath. There's something about you everyone loves. I think that's why we signed you. We really love you. And the music is good. And Ron says to me, you know, I signed Vanessa Carlton. Making my way downtown, walking fast and it's homebound. So he goes, I had signed Vanessa Carlton. I thought that I could make your music work. It's not going to be pop. It's not going to be top 40. We see no path to having you be a success on the radio. And I was like, that's pretty clear. That's a pretty clear no. So at that point, I was like, well, I I got there. I'll find another record label that will get me. They'll get me. And so I go back at it with all this energy. And what's behind me in the rear view mirror is parents who were divorced, a father who walked out when I was 12 years old, who never came back. He had been remarried at the time. I wasn't even invited to that wedding. Like we were not on speaking terms. My mom and I had been roughing it living below the poverty line. She was going through her mental health issues. I came out to L.A. by myself and I was like, I will not be that. That is a cautionary tale. And I got so close, like, no, 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 I got this. I got this. And so I find my way to another record label. And I'm sitting with Craig Kalman, who's at Atlantic Records. And he goes, you know, I have a son and he loves Jason Mraz. And I always wish that I could have more music like that, that I can take him to a concert. Let's do it. Let's do this. I like you. I like your songs. Let's do it. Let's do it. And a month goes by and he goes, none of the A&R executives are on board. Nobody's willing to A&R your record. Nobody sees a path forward unless you could get the soundtrack to a movie like Jack Johnson did Curious George. You remember that, Calf? I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. He goes, all right, well, there's a movie coming out with the Jim Henson company and it's called Fraggle Rock and I'm at Zappa's writing it. And if you can do the soundtrack, I'll put it out. Then you will be released as a star, but only because it's the soundtrack to a movie and that will be your first record. I'm like, good, good. Got it. Got it. And I go meet with Weinstein Company. Fortunately, that's who was doing it, but I didn't have to meet with Harvey Weinstein. I meet with actually this girl, Rachel Levy, and I walk in. She goes, Craig Kalman has never called me. He's never called to ask me to meet with an artist. So you must be really great. Let's work on this movie. Guess what happens? They decide not to make that movie. And all the music that I write, Rivers Cuomo from Weezer wrote two songs. I wrote all the other songs. Guess what, Kath? It's not happening. We're not putting this out. And I say to Craig, there's got to be another way. Nope. It literally was like going to see the Wizard of Oz. You get all the way to Oz and they go, "Um, we have no way to get you home. It's a no. It's a no. It's a no. And I I was so in the belly of the beast, like sitting with the person who's the person. I couldn't even delude myself into thinking at that point, okay, someone else will say yes. It was a It's not happening. It's not happening. But Kathy, who you see now, wasn't Kathy then. Kathy then was like, well, that's it for me then. That's it for me then. That is it for me. There is no other way then that I will be me. What else would I possibly do? So then I heard the voice come in that said, you will give up on your dream like a normal person. You will give up and be realistic like a normal adult. And you will go do something you hate because that's what everyone does. And so all of my friends said, God, how long did you think this charade would go on? Like, we all didn't want to tell you, like, we didn't want to burst your bubble, but like, it doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. And I'm like, great. So I start to feel depressed. I start to gain weight. I start to do all these things. I, I start dating p- guys I don't like who are boring. I start doing all the, I start wearing clothes I don't really like. I go into a total depression. And my friend says to me, well, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just trying to find jobs. So like I worked in a casting office. I worked in a floral shop. I took an interior design class cause I thought, well, I'm creative. So maybe I'll be creative in something else but you need a lot of math for that. And I'm really bad at math. So it's not working out. And then she says to me, well, you're doing it all wrong. I go, what does that mean? She goes, well, if you're not going to do your dream, which that's most of us, then make a lot of money, like do something that makes a lot of money. And I'm like, great. So what's that? She goes, well, there's two routes finance. Like you can go work at a hedge fund or you can work in real estate. You should sell real estate, real estate property, just sell property. And I'm like, of course I'll go sell property. Of course. And I'm like, this is insane. This is what people do. This is how people live their entire life, the best years of their life. So just then my sister calls, didn't you just say you wanted to maybe go into real estate? I go, yeah, I guess I'm going to go into real estate. She goes, well, I just met a guy in Brentwood online at the Cheesecake Factory and he's looking for an assistant. He works in real estate. I told him about you. I'm like, great. So I go work for this guy. He works in Brentwood. He owns shopping malls. And he goes, This is what you need to sell. They're $300 million. We get 26 investors to go in and work together to build, to buy property. So every minimum investment is millions of dollars. And like, you'll do really well. It just helped me get the, get the people in. And I'm like, okay, great. So I start calling people to set meetings up for him. And I like shake every day. And he goes, oh, I remember after the second day, could you wear a suit to work? I'm like, okay, I don't own a suit. The next day he goes, can you blow out your hair? Cause my hair would, I would come in with like wet hair. I'm like, uh-huh. So over time, it was like being in like a, a movie. I got groomed to become a robot. And so a month later, I have stick straight hair every day. Um, I am wearing a double breasted suit. He actually told me my friend, uh, I always send people to her. She's the manager at Ann Taylor, no joke in Topanga Canyon mall, go to her. I already told her you're coming. She's going to give you a whole thing. I I wish I could find the pictures of me in the double breasted suits. And I was like, hello, I'm Ann Taylor. And this is working out. And I would start to, um, I started having a lot of jaw pain and at night, every night I'd wake up and I would literally do this measure how wide I could open my mouth the next day. Cause for some reason I just got all this jaw pain. And for some reason I started having headaches and it was really not great. And a year goes by and I start to make a decent amount of money from this guy. And then eight more months passes. So now I've been there almost two years. And my parents are like, you're crushing it. This is amazing. My friends were like, Oh my God, you just bought the chair from anthropology, the blue chair. And I'm like, yeah, like, you could afford to buy a chair from anthropology. Like I bought a candle and I'm like, yeah, it's so awesome. It's so awesome. And I'm having anxiety attacks every single day. And one day I'm sitting there and I'm like, um, I, my, literally my hands were going like numb. I had so much pain in my neck from clenching my jaw that I, I had, I don't know if it's called neuropathy. I forget. They threw out some words, but It was basically the pressure from all this stress and going into my hands. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. I'll just type with my chin. Like we make all of these things happen. And I'm dating this guy who I said to him, why do you like me? And he goes, you're cute. And I was like, I need to break up with this guy. And I need to break up with my life. Because the only reason I'm dating this guy is because I met him in Brentwood at this happy hour and I was wearing a suit and I'm wearing a costume, which is called an identity that wasn't me. And I knew like, oh, I can't actually do this. Like, I can't actually marry him and live there. And we would spend our weekends and he'd be like, we can watch like eight Law and Orders. Uh, We can catch up on People Magazine. And I was like, who's your favorite band? I remember him being like Maroon 5. And I was like, what's happening now? Like, this is not going to be the way that my life is. And cut to, I quit my job. And I'm telling you to quit a job where you are 25 years old, making six figures. It's a lot to do because I had no fallback, except that I literally knew I would probably die. And if I didn't die of actual physical causes, I would die in my soul. And the day after I quit, I went in the car on my way to go get groceries, knowing that I had only a certain amount of time before the money would run out and I didn't have a fallback plan. So I start crying and then I start crying, not because I don't have the money and that this meaning the money is like a scarce commodity. I start crying because I knew that I have a thing to give, but I had no map of how to get there. And so that's where we meet me in that scene. And I was like, isn't there a way that I get to be me? Like, do I have to make a choice between just kind of surviving um, or I, I, I don't ever get to be me because I'm no longer surviving. Like that seemed really cruel. And my, my entire circle of friends was convinced that that is actually the truth and the way that it goes. And therefore there was no way out. And um, I just surrendered it. And, and I, I remember looking around and being like, okay, well, I have, to, you know, I have to move out of my apartment and I have to like go downsize everything and go get another job. And I'm looking at other jobs, but there was no other job. And I said, you know what, I've got a ticking bomb because I have a certain amount of money that I need to survive. And I was like, what if I just asked a new question? Like, And the question was, is there any other way I can do what I love? And I was like, let me research that. And what you seek is seeking you, as I, so- I told you last week. And I, I found an article um, about all these indie artists who were licensing music to Grey's Anatomy and all of this stuff. And I went licensing music. What's that? What's a license? What's a what's a thing? And I started to say, well, what if I answered that question? How do I license my music? I have music, I can write songs. I tried to do the Olympian version. I tried to get a record deal and be a rock star. I, I bet I could write a song for a show. And, and yeah, maybe I wouldn't be famous and maybe I wouldn't get the fancy limo, but but maybe I'd get to be happy because maybe I'd get paid to do what I like doing. And so and so on and so forth. And I started reaching out and cold calling and you guys please mute yourself. I'm gonna meet you again. Um, so I started doing all of that and voila, you know, I started to gather some information. I started to realize that this was a real business. And the way that you know it's a real business is if there is something you make that somebody else is willing to pay for. And by and by and by and large, there was. There was a group of human beings every day who I realized were were right now looking for me. They were looking for a person who had a thing called a song that fit a story that was being told in an ad or a film or a trailer. And sure enough, I just decided to. Dedicate my life to that until that turned into me teaching songwriters, and that turned into me teaching all creatives how to get out of that scene in the car and get back to what feels like you. And so, um, I wanted to make sure that you guys heard that story. Um, I typically tell that story on day one, but our internet I don't know if you guys remember went out and I came back and I kind of glossed over the story really, really quickly but the truth is that it can start to feel really out of reach. And at this point now I have built an eight figure business, right. And I've been doing this now for 12 years. Um, So it can start to feel like what she's saying is very far away and and she's good at it. I can tell she's like mastered like business and skills and marketing and blah, 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 blah. But we wanted to go back, Melissa and I, and take you back there because as as big as it is now, and we have $21 downloads of a podcast and all of these things. And I wrote a book and I'm friends with a lot of celebrities as big as it is that day that I decided to start making calls to figure out if I could do something I loved within a year, I was making hundred thousand dollars writing songs and I wasn't famous, but I was damn happy. I was happier than that first hundred grand writing songs was sweeter than any million I've added to to whatever year I am making a million dollars and more and 5 million. It was the sweetest. I remember w- walking on the Venice boardwalk and getting the call from Hasbro. And they said, that song you wrote, we're good together, we're good together. Look at how we shine when we're side by side. Hey, 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 we're good together. They said that song, we're gonna use it in an ad for Words with Friends, which was a game people were playing at the time on their phone and i said oh my god that's amazing and they said so the quote if you're gonna give us your permission it's gonna be 58k and i went 58k i about passed out on the venice boardwalk and then it was like that scene in a cameron crowe movie where you're like because i'm free free falling and i'm like running down the venice boardwalk Fifty-eight thousand dollars. it could have been 58 million dollars that's what it felt like i was like how on earth did that just happen $58,000, because I wrote that song, eh, 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 we're good together. And I was like, I'm going to do that every freaking day of my life. And $58,000 turned into $300,000 like that. So that was a lot of money at the time. And I'm telling you, $100,000 making something that you love making, I would have done it for free. And within three years, it turned into 300,000 a year. And then I made 300,000 a year for 10 years doing it until I started doing that next thing, which is maybe I could teach it. Maybe I could do a podcast, create content. Da, 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 da. But I'm telling you that $300,000 is super significant. Even in LA, that money went a long way. I could buy a house. I had enough money for a down payment and a mortgage on a house. I remember we went to talk to the realtor and when the mortgage company, he's, I was like, but that minimum house is a million dollars. And he's like, Okay. So how much do you have to put down on a million dollars? And how much is your mortgage? I was like, oh my God, I can pay a $5,000 more. I can. I Hello, everybody. Hello. Who's heard the news? Like I couldn't believe it. And so it was. And pretty soon I started making more money than my lawyer husband. And I was like, this is crazy. And I had a baby and then another baby and I'm nursing and I'm in the studio. And I was only working two days a week because I had little kids, but it was what was I working on? I was writing the songs, doing the thing where you make the thing and getting it to the person who wants the thing, who needs the thing. So Melissa and I are going to talk to you today about how the hell do we all do that? How do we do that? So we're going to go over now the steps for you to be able to take whatever moment you're in and, and and jump to that next moment that's gonna feel better. And obviously the last five days of the challenge, we were going over so many different aspects of that, but we thought we could do sort of a quick fire, rapid fire, like what are the steps? Yeah, so um, we want you to, first of all, and Melissa, you have a bunch of questions around this you that too. people can process. So get a pen and paper. We want you to start to iterate and start to think. Um, what are the things that light you up? What are the things? So I'm going to let Melissa ask you these questions and I'd love to see you guys processing. I've gotten a few messages from people saying, I thought this was a place where we were going to come today and learn something and we're hearing stories. And I'm like, we're going to do it now. We just got carried away because we wanted to share our hearts with you. And it is so nice, isn't it? When people are just vulnerable, like Melissa just like totally shared her her whole self. And I just shared a few extra details that I don't always share. That's what's cool about sharing. But let's get to you sharing now so that you can get a little taste of what we actually actually do in the program, which is centered on you sort of pulling these gems out and then getting a chance to take that next step.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I like to start off each of our, um, times where I'm going to have you get introspective by putting one hand on your chest and one hand on your belly. And I want you to close your eyes and take three slow, deep breaths. If you're watching this not in a car, if you're in a safe spot, okay. Three deep breaths. Let's just drop in a little bit. Okay. Okay, grab your pen and something to write on, piece of paper. And I want you to think about this question. What are three things that I am enthusiastic about? What are three things that I'm enthusiastic about? The next question, what are three things that I'm good at? Write that down. And then what are three things that I love to do? Okay. I want to see in the chat, if you could share one thing that you wrote down from any of those questions, just one thing you wrote down type that in the chat. Okay.
0: I love that deep conversations, connections, Reiki, inspiring people, self-love teaching, writing nature, encouraging people, pottery, being creative. I love these people. I love the, the people who get connected to this work because these are such beautiful things.
1: Yes. Okay. So these are all breadcrumbs. And the reason why Kathy and I started with our stories is to tell you that these breadcrumbs show up in your life, and it's up to us to tune in and to see those as signs. So there's a purpose for us sharing the stories like that because you have a life curriculum too. It's already inside of you. Things that you've already lived through that are giving you breadcrumbs about what it is for you next. So I'm obsessed with that question. What is your next right step? Um, and to get there, to know what your next right step is, we have to do these, like we have to ask these introspective questions. So I want to ask you another one again, pen to paper, write this out. What would your day look like if time and money were no object? What would you do? What would you spend your time doing? If time and money were no object, how would you spend your day? Okay. Some of you are writing it in the chat. If and when you're ready and you want to share in the chat too, and you haven't yet, please do. What would you spend your day doing if time and money were no object? There's so many beautiful giving people in this group. And that's how it is all the time.
0: And I'm inspired to share this with you. Um, Rabbi David Aaron, who's been on the podcast a couple of times. I once heard him say, if you're trying to figure out what your purpose, what your calling is, he goes I I often think about it like God gives each of us a bag and in the bag are various items and they're different for each person. And so he said some people they look in their bag and there's like a hammer and there's, you know, a piece of wood and they're like, "Oh, I think I'm meant to build things." But he said there's always something broken in the bag. There's something broken which is part of it. And I think that that is so important because when you think about the people who have an ability to help, it's like there's something inherently at the end of the day, my friend Evan Carmichael asked me this. He goes, what would be it for you if you could give something to someone else what are you ultimately hoping that you give to other people if you if you were if somebody was writing about you and your life and what your life offered to another soul what's at the bottom of it and i said i want people to feel seen and he said okay for me it's belief i want people to believe in a bigger possibility and when I think about these answers, cause I'm I'm sitting here doing these lists also, cause it's fun. Um, and the reason it's fun is cause at every moment you're in a different point and you might think of other things, but think about that. Like, because Melissa came from where she came from, she wanted to give over a certain kind of a feeling and a certain kind of an experience to people. And I think that that is also a little bit of a clue as to, when, we, when we're growing up and people say, what do you wanna be when you grow up? What do you wanna be when you grow up? I think that the question to be asking a little bit at the same time is whose pain do you care about? Whose pain do you care about? And, and so for me, now that you've heard my story, you can kind of get like, I know there's a lot of people like me who are sitting in that car and I want you to get to be you. And I don't want that guitar to be holding a plant. I want it to be played. So that that comes down to it for me. And that's also, cause that was my mom growing up. My mom had this talent and she was kind of like sitting on her, her dreams were dying inside of her. And I think that was sort of put in me, planted in me as sort of a pain point that I cared a lot about. And, um, and that's another thing that I'm curious for you to write down. What is the thing that if you boiled it down What is the pain that really, really like gets to you in the world? Remember for my friend, Jenny, I mentioned with the vegan corned beef that started with her watching videos about how animals were treated. And that just took her down a rabbit hole of being like, you know what? That's, that doesn't feel good to me. I want to help these little animal friends. What, what would it be for you? You know, like Jen Legra said, when she told her story the other day, and she wound up being able to, you know, create a membership where people got together and had fun. Like the thing that was just easy for her is connecting with people and and making things j- like pleasant and joyful and and she wound up creating a membership around that. We've had people who come into our program and and they want to connect with other moms who have special needs kids. And they create a whole world around that. Um, my, my mindfulness teacher, Susan Kaiser, she was a lawyer and she quit her job. And her son was having all this ADHD stuff, and she just didn't. She just didn't want to keep giving him this med, and she wanted to see if there was a possibility of something else. And she decided to dedicate her time to looking into it. And she found some mindfulness stuff. And she said, well, what if I could help? What if I could help moms teach this to kids with special needs? And then it became moms with all kinds of kids who needed to find a way to self-regulate. And then she became a best-selling author, writing a book called The Mindful Child from groups that she started in her living room because she had that pain point and she just wanted to, to kind of find another way. Same thing as we talked about Gretchen Rubin, she just wanted to be happier. She's like, what if I did a new project every month that would possibly make me happier? I'll work out this month. I'll take up an instrument this month. I'll try different things. I'll see what works. And you know, Gretchen said to me, there's there low hanging fruit. Like she says to people like Melissa just did, what are the things that make you feel alive? And people will say playing the cello or Melissa just said, if you didn't have to you know, worry about time and money, what would you do? And you're like, oh, I would do this, I would do that. And then Gretchen says, and then I ask people when was the last time you did that? And people say, oh, I don't play the cello anymore. Or I have no time to play that, or I have no time to paint. And she's like, that's low hanging fruit that makes you happy, right? So we're gathering data now, right? We're gathering data. And then the next step is which one of those things, right? Which one of those things could we maybe turn into a business? And Melissa and I are so good at this. Like, this is like my jam is like people come up with a thing. They're like, well, I love history. What would I do with that? I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Like I get obsessed with what people can do. And I can literally like my party trick is if you tell me a thing, I can tell you how to make it a product. I can tell you how to make it a course. I can tell you how to make it a membership. I can tell you how to make it something you teach. No joke. Uh, because I've done those things, <laughs> but not only that I've now coached people on this so much. So, um, it's really exciting. So Melissa, you want to take us to that next step
1: Yes, I absolutely do. Okay. So Kathy just asked, um, and I saw a lot of you answer this in the chat, but what is the thing that, that like breaks your heart open that you want to, to do to, to solve, to be a a part of a solution for, um, for me, it was seeing young people not have their dreams realized for finances and also in general, people not recognizing the light inside of them. I like to shine that light super bright. So that's what breaks my heart. And that's what I have turned into something else. So if you don't have this recorded in your notes, I want you to do that. One thing that's like, I wish this, this didn't exist, or I I wish I could do something about this. Okay. Write that in your notes.
0: And I think the other thing to, to know here, and we're going to talk about this more, is that we really take it too seriously. One of our students for Made to Do This came through and she was like, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. Until it was like, you know that thing in your blind spot that you can't think of because you're not brilliant at it? Because you weren't given a word that you're the best at it? Because you didn't win the Olympic trophy for it? What's that thing? And she's like, I make bagels. I go, you make your own bagels? say more about that. Yeah. Cause I'm gluten-free and I make my own bagels. How's that a thing? I go, how is that not a thing? And she goes, yeah, I do it all the time. And I'm like, do you ever like give them to someone? She goes, sometimes I give them people are like impressing you made her own bagel. And I'm like, okay, so make your bagels. And she just had her second kid and just posted, I can't believe what a business I've grown that they legitimately needed the money from that business. And so it was what's that thing that you just happen to do that you're not taking seriously because I'm taking it seriously in the sense of it doesn't have to be serious. It can become your thing the way that Maddie Cartwright just said, I turned my tarot card reading into a $17,000 invest. Like I made $17,000 from it. I just like to do it. I just think that we, we make it so complex And at the end of the day, people are like, but it's my one and only purpose and I have to find it. It's like this thing and I have to find it. Do you know what feels so good doing something you like that other people need and being successful at it? When you're successful, just doing something you like, I guarantee you, if you could come up with something you like to do and someone else was willing to buy it and I could show you a way to be successful at it, you'd be damn happy. You'd be like, well, this beats working at that office. I like it. Someone else wanted it and I'm successful at it. My okay. friend, Brian Januski came on the podcast and he wanted to be an artiste. He wanted to be a sculptor. And so he was starving. He was starving and he was starving and he was making these art installations. And once in a while, a critic would give him a review, but he couldn't live on that review. And he made in his off time for a friend, These bowls that were pastel colors for her to put ice cream in, and she goes, Brian, I love these bowls. My friend was eating out of one. She wants them. He's like, I don't make ice cream bowls. I make art. I make sculptures. I don't make ice cream bowls. Leave me alone. And he's meanwhile starving and poor and broke. And she's like, Well, my friend wants to buy a set of ten. And he's like, Your friend is dumb. No, he didn't say that. But he was like, I don't want to make the bowls. And you know what he did? He made the bowls. You know what happened next? He decided, what if I made these bowls? I like getting to do the, the pottery of it. I get to sit at the wheel. I get to paint them and somebody wants them. Why am I so like pretend? I only do it if it's something that's over the top that an, a critic likes. So he he walked into a little boutique in Athens, Georgia, and they were like, we'll carry it. And then the next thing you know, he got an order from Urban Outfitters for a thousand of these pastel drippy pots. And the next thing you knew, he was like, I'm surrendering, I'm all in, I like this. It's fun, I sit at a potter's wheel. And sure enough, he wound up opening his own studio. Sure enough, he wound up making millions of dollars because he decided to, oh my gosh, this is like easy. Mm -hmm. Even right now, as we're sitting here, I'm having the thought like, This is so easy. Like just to like be scrappy and do this with you guys. Like oftentimes when people know I'm doing a five-day challenge, they're like, I can't launch. It's exhausting. It's so much pressure. You have to be so perfect. I'm like, I don't launch that way. Make it easy. Just show up, do something fun. And when you're successful at doing something fun and somebody else gets something out of it, that is a win. It doesn't have to be like, I won the Olympic gold medal. I cured cancer. I'm the only one in the world who knows how to make a pop-sided upside down cheesecake, but it's the most perfect one. When does that ever happen anyway? It's really exhausting. So what's that next question, Melissa, that's going to help them to get that answer?
1: What do people come to you for?
0: Yeah. We asked that earlier in the, the launch. What do people come to you for? Write it down. I see so many businesses here.
1: I know. And then the next question I want you to to answer for yourself is what do you have fun doing? You probably already said that in your other, in the other questions we just asked, but maybe this will unlock something different for you. If you just had fun doing something, what would that something be that makes
0: you smile? That makes you laugh? that lights you up dancing, sewing. I love it. Podcasting, you know, like podcasting. I just want to show you a business. Not only could you have your own podcast, but do you know that I was talking to a friend in LA and she's, she's um, from Venezuela. And I said to her, do you know that you could re- create a business for Latina women who want to have a podcast and it could just be a membership of those women who get together and network. And, and, and she's like, you think so really? And she decided to, I was like, do it, have an event. And she decided to have an event. And as soon as she thought she was going to have an event, she's like, well, who would I reach out to? She's like, oh, well, I know this other Latina woman who was interested. Maybe the two of us can put it out to our network and they gathered people together. And it was so awesome. And then there was podcast movement. The thing I spoke at I said, you should speak at Podcast Movement. She goes, there's no way. I I don't even have like 60 downloads of my podcast. I said, yeah, but why don't you write to them and say, I can deliver the, if you ask me to speak, I'll deliver it in Spanish. And she's like, okay. And guess what? She was asked to come and she was the first person to have offered that. And they were like, that's probably pretty important. I mean, truth be told that a lot of these places should be doing things in other languages, considering the world has become a small town. And she's like, I can't believe I just did that. And then that put her on the map and so on and so forth. Like there's 17 businesses here and you don't have to overthink it. You just have to be willing to have the courage to try it and show up. And then what we do and made to do this is we go, okay, but how can you move this faster, we're going to show you some tools to create the world around it, to create a really clear call to action, to understand what the freebie is to get people to even connect to this idea. And we're going to help you streamline it. So you're not just like, I have an idea. Where do I go with it? Cause we, we've been doing it over and over and over again with all of our businesses and with all of these people. So we can go, you do this. And that. so we're going to keep talking about that today. And the session is going to go a little bit longer because Truth be told, our Monday sessions and made to do this are 90 minutes. Um, and we, Melissa has to get me off the stage. She's like, done, you're rapping. I'm like, I can keep going. I'll be here all day. Cause I'm upset. I wrote down, like, this is all I want to do. If I, if, I'm like, if I had all the time in the, I'm like, I just want to do this. Hang out with you guys. That's all I want to do. This is my joy. So sue, so sue me. So sue me, sue me. It's a song. Let me
1: ask you this, Kat. Do you want to talk about some types of business offerings so we can make yeah. this like super simple? Okay. Yeah. We're going to, here we go. We've covered this in the five-day
0: challenge. You guys. This it. will probably be review. And he I... got it, guys and dolls. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so Adelaide, I almost named my daughter Adelaide. we I call her Addie. I love that name. Um, my husband said, no, that's the girl, That's the woman from different strokes, Adelaide. He couldn't get that out of her head. I, so what? She's She was cute. Um, okay. So what we're going to do is go over the ways. Okay. So we talked about, you can be a maker. You can be a, I'm just going to run through them, then we'll discuss them. A maker, a teacher, a curator, investigator, or you can be a service-based provider. So those are the five things, and we're going to talk about them more. And then I want to tell you some of the things that go into those categories, okay? Okay. So let's go. So if you're a maker, you can make a product. My friend, Allison, actually, I'm not going to give you a human example for each because it'll be too many stories. But if you were a maker, you can sell a thing on Etsy that you make. Okay. That's pretty straightforward. If you are a maker, you can sell a thing wholesale. Like Brian sold his pots to Urban Outfitters and Jenny sold her vegan stuff to a deli. You can sell that way. Okay. You're making a thing. If you are a teacher, you can teach people how to do the pottery. You can teach people how to do the vegan stuff. You can teach people how to do a songwriting thing. And when you're teaching, what's really fun is that not only can you teach in real in the real world over here like in person but you can also teach online now right and there's so many ways that the online world has segmented people who have different interests and so we can help you figure out how to collaborate with people who already have that audience and you can go right to the people who are like i'm already looking to learn how to make my own hand-lettered stationery so here i am right um so we can talk about that so there's ways that you can you can teach online which are really really exciting The next thing is, if you want to be a, in a a curator, a curator is what if you created an online membership and you're curating a group of people who all love art, who all love rom-coms, who all love, I mean, you can gamify these things. You can come and bring guest speakers every week. You can just create a safe space for people who just want to get together with people who have a similar business interest or soulful interest or a passion project. It is just amazing. You can curate events, campouts. You can take women to different destinations. You can do so many different things with being a curator. You can also curate an online shop of things that you didn't make, but that you want to pull together because you love indie food. And so you have a whole popcorn destination with all different flavors of popcorn from indie makers around the world. That's being a curator. And then as far as an investigator is, you can create a blog, right? And how do you monetize a blog? How do you monetize a podcast? That's also what investigators do. Investigators investigate topics. They ask questions, they write information, or they just, you know, they, they talk to people about it on a podcast. They write books. Well, how do you monetize that? Well, when you create intimacy and you make a relationship, people will buy from you. So therefore you can then have advertisers on your podcast, or if you wanted to, you can um, affiliate for somebody else's program affiliates. Usually for, for programs, people can make 50, 50% or people can make one of my friends had a podcast. She had just started it. She was teaching Ayurveda, like cooking. And there was this cooking school that was Ayurveda. And they said, for everyone you send to us, we'll give you a thousand bucks. She made $300,000, 300 people over that year, came through her and signed up for it. So that's one way that as an investigator, you can make money. You can also sell your own things. At the end of your podcast, you can say, this is sponsored by my my, my, my product or my event. And there you go. Um, And then the last one is if you're in the service-based business where you are going to um, you're going to do something for somebody else, you're going to organize their closets. You're going to wash their cars. You're going to walk their dogs. You're going to come over and uh, food prep for them. All of those things are, are different aspects of the ways that you can make money. And we, which is just so cool, like have like sitting here right now, I can show you how to chart the course to each one of them. And, and they're not hard. It's not complicated. Most people aren't showing up and trying at all. So first of all, it's it's very open in terms of the, it seems like everyone's doing a thing. How many of your friends do you know who are starting their own business in any of these areas? It's, it's actually a, a very uncrowded place. Um, and if you do it in a way where you're actually very methodically, giving something away, getting feedback, then testing an idea, then selling an idea, then scaling an idea, you will be off to the races. And we're going to talk a little bit about that more today. What are those steps? Because those are the steps to to being able to ditch your day job. You are going to give something away. You're going to get feedback on it. Now you're going to be able to test an offer. Now you're going to sell your offer. And now you're going to scale your offer. Because once you've tested something and you got a proof of concept and someone's willing to pay for it, you can scale that for everyone who bought it. You can find people who will buy it again. And then how do you scale? You scale through having people find you. How do you have people find you? We can talk about how you do different different ways of business development, as well as putting a smoke signal up in the sky by creating content, right? Driving people to you. So they're coming to you. You don't even have to go find the leads they're finding you. And that's what's so brilliant about being in this generosity game where you're constantly thinking about things that you deposit and things that you give away. And this is what we teach you and made to do this. And it's not really complex. People are like, I can't believe I made this money. I'm like, of course you made that money. For everything you can think of, there's a person who wants to buy these kinds of pens. And if I can figure out how to help you tell the story, right, of how these pens and why these pens, because there's already buyers for these pens, right? Like for everything that you can think of, if we can help you find a person to beta test this on and tweak it and like figure out like, okay, this is where this candle is different than this candle because this is the story that makes it different we can build a whole world around well these are non-toxic candles well these are candles that all have a little jewel inside as soon as you melt them all down and that jewel is is coordinated to a zodiac sign and then you it reveals something that you need i mean you build a world around things people buy into the world and it is just a dream
1: Um, Kathy, so in the chat, people are saying, I would love to know then how do you take this idea of what could be a business? And and it just seems like so complicated to be like, I have this idea and then I'm turning it into a business. And we're here to tell you, it doesn't have to be complicated. And that's exactly what we spend the 12 weeks doing in me to do this. So we walk you through each of these steps to go from this idea of something you don't hate, of something that is fun that you like that you could, you could spend some time talking about or making or doing or providing for people. And then we walk you through the steps of testing it out. Does somebody like this? How's this price point? And then we move you through so that you are making money. That is what made to do. This is it's
0: so simple. that It's so simple. My kids can do it. And my kids just did it twice. They started a podcast called Kids Mean Business where they interviewed kids who have businesses and they started a business called Gemini's Daughter because my birthday's this coming week, I'm a Gemini. They thought that was kind of a cool thing. And then they thought, well, what if the hook was that every t-shirt we make has a, has a Zodiac sign on it. That's why I probably thought that thought when I was riffing. Um, and so guess what? People, people liked that idea. Um, and then we tested it a couple different ways. We tested making shirts pre-made with like the Leo sign on it and like one little other little doodad emoji. And then we tested people coming social distance into our into our front yard where people in our neighborhood could choose their own one you choose the zodiac patch you want and then you choose two emojis that go with that and they iron it on themselves guess which thing they wanted more we tested it we didn't know people say to me which one's a good idea I go i don't know i want you to learn how every business does this you test it and the people liked actually making it themselves Um, so then we thought, how can we get more people to even show up to even look at what we're making? And we thought, we said, what if we gave away, um, we had like popsicles and we had a bubble machine and a magician and all of this stuff. And we just did this in the last couple of weeks. And it was so fun. It gave kids things to do. And we thought, what time of day do we do it when people are actually home and on and on it goes. And, and, and so you test things. And so you start with, you start with, okay, here's an idea. And can I think of one person, one person who I could get this feedback from? So you make flan and you're like, I like flan. My parents gave me this recipe. You know, I'm from Cuba. I love flan. I wish I could get this kind of flan that my grandmother used to make. I'm making this up, but this is Claudia Varela's story. And then you think, well, who likes flan? Well, who could I give it to? And you test it on that person. And they're like, it's pretty good. And you're like, Do, would you like anything different? More cinnamon, less cinnamon, whatever, custardy, whatever the texture. And you go back and you say, what about this now? And then you say, what well, would you pay for something like this? And you, by the way, here's a deal. There's already a market. Everything there's a market for. Unless you tell me that you're making a kabakabali, that I've never heard of what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know what the market is, but whether you're selling water or t-shirts or houses or a class, there is a market. And so you can look at the market and you can say, okay, well the, the high end, you know, there's certain candles like these ones, these Veluva candles. Yeah. These are expensive, right? These are not $4. I think this was like 45 or something like that. So there's like the high end, but then there's like the cheap ones, but those are like not, those are the, I guess the non-non-toxic ones. So there's a range, right? So you say to yourself, well, I'm not the best wedding photographer. I'm just starting. So what would I start out at? Now, let me also ask you this. If you're just starting, I'm going to flip this for you because people are going to say, well, why would anyone pay me I'm doing my first fr- f- photos for, the, for a baby, a newborn. No one's going to want to risk out on me. They're going to want the best photos and I'll be there at the birth and I'll, I'll be the worst. They'll want to pay for the person who has a thousand reviews on Yelp. Let's switch it around. Why might you be the best? Why might you actually be the best? The answer is because you really, 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 really care. If you've already shot a thousand weddings, first of all, are you even there? You probably hired three assistants. Who knows how many they've shot, but they work for you. What's the quality control like? What's the collaboration like? If you've shot a thousand births, a thousand weddings, whatever it is, and the bride says, okay, so what I was hoping was that we could get all the kids and then all the things and we could do it like this. And then we have this mass thing. And then you've done a thousand of them and you go, I can be here for three hours. I told you I'm in and out. You get a package of 12 black and whites and you can get four photoshopped. But if you're brand new, you're like, I'll stay all night. Like, I want you to be happy. I want to collaborate. Right. I remember when I started out with the music thing and I was like, why would they license a song from me? There's so many artists from labels, from all this. And they were like, you're so easy to work with Kath. Like I asked this other artist, I won't say who to take the horns out of a section of the bridge. Oh no, I don't take the horns out of the bridge. That's like, what the hell i would never be like happy i'll take the horns out i don't care about the horns i'll put horns in i'll plug them out it doesn't matter you're collaborative also the cost maybe the cost is less right and then you get a testimonial so once you tested it now you test the real thing which is you get paid a little bit and you get it you ask for a testimonial and then you have that testimonial and maybe that person puts it out in the world maybe even this thing that you offer Um, you offer an exchange for a testimonial and, and on and on it goes. Now, the thing that you need to do is you need to look at how much money do I need to make? You look at your day job and you say, well, my day job pays me 7,200 a month, 7,200 a month is what I would need to do. Okay. So you build the runway. You say, I'm going to start this process. No, 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 no. People think I'm going to start this process. Once I quit my job, no, do it now. Your job becomes the investor for your dream. You have the job. And I know you go, but I can't, I'm telling you every single thing I just told you that I built, I had to build as a side hustle, right? This podcast that takes up a lot of my time was a side hustle to my songwriting course, which was already a side hustle to writing this music, which was already me being a mom and working a day job because I had to still have like a couple jobs in there. So I want you to know that you can do this. So what you do is you say, okay, I have to make $7,200. So I'm going to back up from that, which means right now over the next week, instead of watching the new season of, of whatever, you know, I heard that the morning show is coming out. It was so good. The second season, I'm going to put that off for a minute and I'm going to use, I'm going to block off 90 minutes of time, Monday nights by night or Sunday night. I tell my husband, I need this time. I'm going to, we're going to wake up early. John Grisham wrote his first three novels. He was still an attorney. He woke up at 5.00 AM and wrote every single day. Like we just don't have the excuses, but I think part of the problem is a, we don't think it's possible. B, we don't know what to do, but if you know, for certain it's possible. And I'm telling you it's there. And you can see evidence, not just, you don't have to listen to me. You can see evidence everywhere that people are doing these things. So then you say, okay, it's possible. Now I need to know what to do. So if I say every single day, we're going to focus on what's that first step. Well, we got to test some ideas and you cannot lose steam when that first idea, if it doesn't test well, like you might decide, oh, I want to do a class teaching, you know, mindfulness to kids and none of the moms want it, but maybe next thing, you know, they say, My kids are not gonna show up, but I want it. Teach me what you were gonna teach my kids. You go, oh, I'm gonna pivot. I'm gonna teach it to moms. Whatever it is, I want you to test and also test to see if you like it. And now you're like, okay, I'm testing and I have my job, I'm doing this on the side. Now I have a thing and I really like it and it's really fun. Okay, so now I'm gonna get some feedback. Yeah, I'm gonna get some feedback. I'm gonna make it even better. What would make this class better? What would make this? What would make, now you have an offer. Now, if you wanna scale that offer, you're going to go, well, now I have this thing, right? Like, let's say my thing is this candle. Let's say my thing is, I realize I am going to write music for film and TV. What's the freebie? What's the sample? What am I giving away? It's like, oh, well, I make these candles. So maybe the freebie is I, I do a little zoom hangout where it's like all about self-care and I bring in someone to do a little, uh, positive affirmation thing. And I light the candle, and I do a raffle that at the end, three people get one of these candles. And I talk about these candles and I talk about how, when I light them, everything in the energy and the mood in the room changes. And at the end, we talk about like what our favorite smells of these candles are. And at the end, I give away the raffle and people associate these candles with this moment where you kind of create a little sanctuary for yourself. And now I maybe have people who say, I want to buy that candle. Right? So we can create a path to what it is that we sell. And then we start to work towards scaling it even more. And we start to create a world around ourselves, and we start to build an audience and we start to connect with that audience and we show up and we, we, we find ways to connect. And we talked about that last week, but what winds up happening is you make a few sales and then you start thinking, where are these customers? Where do they hang out in the real world? Where do they hang out online? How can I get in front of them? And, it's, it's really, really not rocket science. And then people turn around and they're like, I'm actually making a decent living. And you're like, I've never heard of you. Like, that's how much there is. That's how much of a market there is. People are already looking for these things. So then you connect and make a relationship and they buy it from you because they were already looking to buy it. Melissa, I'm going to throw it back to you. What can we have them do now to help them crystallize this a little more? I'm
1: wondering if we can, um, actually make a list of just possible ideas that you can put out there, because what we're seeing people say is I would love to do this, but I just can't afford to do this. And so what Kathy is talking about here is taking an imperfect something and just getting feedback from it, just saying I'm available. I can do this. And the decision to get scrappy and to put the thing in the world is the first decision to make all of this other stuff possible because you don't go from zero to Olympian or zero to Beyonce just one day and you wake up and it's happened. It's like putting stuff out there, trying it out. And so if it is a matter of figuring out how to make an extra $317 a month so that you can build a runway to a business then we got to get on that. We got to start brainstorming ideas of what can you just put out into the world
0: right now. You'd be surprised. Like I'm going to give you an example. My friend Eve had dropped out of fashion school, given up on her fashion thing. And then the, the only thought she ever had was, I could start my own fashion line. Forget it, forget it, forget it, forget it. And I remember talking to her and saying, what else could you do with your love of fashion? There's a business there. There's a business there. She wound up creating a business, shop your closet. And the problem she was solving is you don't need more clothes. You need to figure out how to make the outfits out of what you already have. So she started offering free consultations where she would talk to people and say, let me come over and I'll show you three outfits that you already have. Because honest to God, people don't, notice what they already have. And she started hanging out with people and they're like, I really love this. I love this. I love this. I love this. And she's like, okay, you don't need to spend any more money. I'm going to show you that if you put this top with these jeans and you did this and she starts showing them, you know, you wear 80% of the time, 20% of what you own, you can actually get rid of this. It helps you actually want to wear these clothes. It like it blew up to where she had different shop your closets in different places. We had a girl in our class who created this thing called project XO because she loved to create fun connections and romantic ideas. So what did she do? It was hire me to plan your date night. So then she started having different packages where she's like basically saying, if you want me to like create a picnic up on a hill that your boyfriend takes you up there. And sure enough, there's a picnic waiting for you. He would call her. So she starts being in different cities. And then she would would have assistants who could actually be on the ground doing these things for her. She started having the sushi night packages, the picnic packages, the ballroom dance packages. And she would have a way where she called vendors in different places. Like she literally got paid. She started making amazing money that she started opening up in all these cities. I am telling you. You can literally make a business doing something that is is not the thing that you got the straight A's at. It's the thing that you just like doing that you're not putting so much pressure on it. But gosh, you'd really love to make 10 grand a month doing that. You absolutely can. It's that we have, Melissa and I say this all the time, the number one reason you don't have that right now, it's not a business problem at all. It's not a business problem. The business part is easy. The business part is simple. I know it from the data. I watch the way people spend. I watch spending trends. It's not a business problem. It's a courage problem. It's a, ah, ah, I could never, I could never, I could never talk to three people today. I could never ask three people this question of, do you like cake pops? Oh no, never, 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 never. I could never, I could never gather five moms who actually want to be more sexually free and, and and maybe be part of a membership. I could never ask them. I could never ask them if they're like, like secretly feeling like so not sexy anymore because they breastfed and because like now their, their sex life is on the because of them and how they feel. I could never do that. I could never, never do that. I could never, I could never reach out to someone and say, Hey, do you want to gather and do a scrapbooking class for free? And then at the end, actually offer them to pay me to just get together and scrapbook. But I'm not a genius. I don't have a degree in scrapbooking. My friend, Amy built a multi seven figure business teaching people scrapbooking, but that started from talking to people in L.A. and saying, hey, I have a, I have a freebie. I have a generous thing to, to try to test. You know, you 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 have like all those pictures. Can I make you a scrapbook? Can I show you what I can do? Sure, I'll make a scrapbook of your trip to wherever you guys went, Vancouver. Next thing she knew, she had projects. She had clients sending her like all their photos. And she would, you know, amplify it with like the stickers and all the things. She was getting paid quite a bit of money then after a while, but she had a lot to do. Then she thought, what if this is an activity? I'll start messaging moms in LA saying, can I offer that at your kid's birthday party? I will scrapbook the birthday party live. I will scrapbook it in real time. I will get people to sign things. I will give people a chance so that they can put their sticker into the scrapbook. I will scrapbook it in real time. She wound up at pink, like the singer pink, at her kid's birthday which led to the next thing, which led to her being hired by Dove Soap to go to Hawaii and lead a scrapbooking team building exercise for the freaking team. So she got paid to hang out in Maui. She got paid to stay in Maui and she got money to scrapbook with women and men who work at a company that sells soap. Boom, boom, boom. But where does it come back to? I have to have the courage. To talk to people so when you really boil this down this is all about rejection and we will let rejection talk us out of our future and then what we will say is melissa's wrong and kathy's wrong i don't have money and the reason i don't have money is not because i'm not smart i went to school i did the things i don't have money because you should see my circumstances i don't have money because of this there's no way i could do this and i'm telling you if you let go i know melissa said before. What if you had all the money and the time? Here's another one. What if you could tolerate being rejected? How would your life change? If you could tolerate being rejected, you'll have exactly what you want. You'll have everything that you want. The reason I'm sitting here is because I, I don't have more talent than you. I don't have more anything than you. The reason I'm sitting here is because I was willing to be rejected many times. When I first started the podcast I'm like, hi, you want to be in my podcast? No. When I sent out that mochas and music, hey, can I bring coffee? No. I got a note from this woman at a particular studio. This is embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you that you would offer this. You never do this. Never offer to bring coffee to someone's office. Your music is bad. She went into like a paragraph on it. And I was like, amazing that you hate me. And you have a paragraph of why my music is bad. And she was like, you I'm embarrassed for you. Blah, 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 blah. I definitely wanted to give up you guys. And I didn't. And I think I have to thank my father. Because when you're a kid and your dad walks out the door and he does not come back, you feel pretty rejected when you have a birthday that comes and goes and a graduation that comes and goes and he doesn't show up you feel pretty rejected, no matter how much your mom goes, I'm sure he wanted to come. You go, that's okay, right? And what happens is you go, I can do hard things. You're gonna reject me because you don't like my music? Okay, I'm like Teflon, you know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna reject me. And you know, it's just so interesting. Of course, I married the guy whose mother, she just passed, but she was a widow. And I think I inherently was like, he won't reject me. He is so good with his mom. He takes such good care of her, you know, and we, believe me, we have our own issues, but I'm, I'm a child of a lot of rejection. And so I'm telling you as sure as I'm sitting here, all those things are excuses. And I know it's not fun to hear that it's an excuse because you want to, what people love to do with me is they want to sell me and convince me And fight for their limitations. And they go, you don't get it. I will sit here for hours and tell you that this can't happen. I'm going to fight. I'm going to litigate. I'm going to litigate. I'm going to prove to you. I'm going to prove to you. It's not happening. And I'm like, are you exhausted? I'm fighting for you. I'm showing you something, but it requires this thing, which is called, you won't be protected from rejection. And people go, I will litigate all my life. I will spend my whole life in the story over here. Instead of the, the the thought that someone's going to reject me. Who effing cares? Who cares? There are people right now who do not like me. I know I can think of a couple people who left me as friends out of nowhere when I started to become successful. Oh, I don't even think what we have isn't what we have. And I was like, you were in my wedding. I hate you. like what, what was happening. And then there are people who legitimately are just like, we have nothing else in common. And it's like, Great. I mean, if you only knew the guy that Melissa wound up having in her life now, thank God that guy was like, oh, we have nothing in common. It's like, I'm so glad that I don't have anything in common with you because you're you Did me a favor. Thank you're you. an awful person, right? <laughs> you know, I and mean, my maybe, current husband, my current husband's a saint. He's amazing. He's adorable. But I'm yeah. saying, and you know what the truth is, all those people who don't like me, they're not awful people either. Mm-hmm. It's like there are people who don't like cherries. I mean, it's a cherry. You know what I'm saying? There are people, I love sushi. I literally look at my mom's like, it's so, and the texture. I'm like, it's it's the best thing you can eat. And there are people like, no, it's not. I'm like, I don't care. There's something for everyone. It's a democracy, okay? So when people reject me, I don't take it personally. I go, it's not about me. When my dad left, was that about me? It sure as hell felt like it had a lot to do with me at the time because I was a child, but it really had nothing to do with me. It was about, he felt rejected. It doesn't even matter. And sometimes it's because the person's just like, you're not my thing. You're not my taste. You're not my, uh, uh. it's like, I don't care. If I can get you in a place where you have courage and you start to get creative and you're given bite-sized homework assignments, you will make those offers. And we we have you in this, we have you in this incubator. So by week two, it's like, you're gonna say this thing to this person five times. And people are like please don't make me and then you should see us on the implementation calls where we go okay we're muting ourselves we're going to watch you go live because at some point in it we teach you instagram we're like go live and say this thing with this call to action and tell three people to dm you and people are like okay here we go and they get on their thing and then they go i can't believe i just did that and we're like yeah you did you know and then we actually have you know very early on in the program we're like you're going to make this offer for this much money. And it's like you start out really, really little, like five bucks or something. No way. And we're like, you look how you're gonna vomit to be paid five dollars. And then by the end, you actually have to make your real offer. And people are like, I ripped the pandaid off. I said it out loud. It was $97. And sure, And then she's like, three people just bought it. And we're like, yeah, yeah. And all the people who didn't. Are you going to lose sleep over the fact that people don't like you or like, what does it have to do with you? Look how many people signed up for this challenge and never showed up. It's not about me. It could be that some people came for the first day and went, not my person. That's okay too. I'm not everyone's person. And it also could be that some people like, I got busy. Yeah, I'm busy. It's like, you're busy. You're busy. And you also might not like me. And that's also okay. Cause I'll still stay here and do what I have to do for the people who I'm supposed to serve. Is anyone getting it? Is anyone really on? How many of you type a one in the chat if you're brave enough to get that this might really be the truth? Oh, I want to hug there you. Here we go. Melissa. don't you just want to hold is. them all close?
1: Yes. The whole thing that we help you do is be brave enough to take one more tiny step in the right direction. You don't need to know the whole thing to jump in. You just need to be brave enough to be like, they're going to stretch me they're going to they're going to ask me to do things that i might want to not do but i trust that it is the next right step and that i will be held in a container of the most supportive people on the planet who are going to cheer you on when you do something really brave that's what we celebrate is your courage and you know what makes you more courageous continually keeping promises to yourself not letting yourself off the hook saying, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to be brave enough to do it. And then we see you and we're like, yes, yes. That's the whole point. And inevitably you end up selling stuff. Inevitably the money comes because you had the courage to show up.
0: And all these people who are like, I think I would vomit. This is what I always say is the best, most awesome thing is that it's never the goal. It's who you get to become in chasing it. Imagine for a second if you feel like vomiting or it makes you uncomfortable to think about doing this, how it might open up so much, how you might tap into so much more energy or expansion if you were not living your life defined by resisting this so much. Mm-hmm. Think about how much energy that takes away from you and all the decisions you make or don't make. I remember, I mean, there was a time in my life, I was such a people pleaser that the energy it would take for me to come up with the story for why I couldn't attend the birthday party because I didn't want to offend the person. It was so exhausting or like setting up when I eventually started talking to my dad again in college and then he and his girlfriend or they want And I would be like, I'd spend the whole time like not being myself. And that took so much energy until finally I was like, I'm really mad at you. I don't like even sitting here. You're a bad guy. Like I went into my whole thing. And next thing I knew, I was like, I'm a free person. Like I'm free. It's okay. Like I don't have to. uh, uh, uh. So it's like all this stuff right now, it's like, who could you get to be and what could open up for you? And that's why, I mean, Melissa and I have said it and we say it out loud and we're like, we mean it like for you to be able to make back your investment in this program. I literally can't see why you can't do that. And not just that, like you should be able to go through it, make back your investment, and you should be able to 10X that. You should be able to then see a path where you can, by the end of the year, 20X that. And you should be able to really know how you're going to 100X that. And all that will happen at that point is it just requires you to to have the courage to keep doing the thing we tell you to do. The thing we tell you to do works. It always works. You'll find what the thing is to tweak and you'll find the person, but you have to be willing to talk to some human beings. You have to be willing to put it out there. You have to be willing to gather some people. You have to be willing to speak to them. You know, confused buyers don't buy, say it real, say it proud. And when you say the thing you say, say it because you believe in what you're doing. Don't try to convince people, and prove to people. There's a way in which we speak that connects. And we have to ask questions and don't get so nervous that you go right to a sale. You don't go right to a sale. You connect, you calm down, you make it about them. You deposit, you, you, we we give you ways to just go. I think I wouldn't be so scared if I was offering something to someone. And I really knew that this person might actually find this valuable. Yeah, they will find it valuable. And you know what people are going to say, I was so inspired that you started a cookie business. I was so inspired that you started a jewelry making class for kids. There was a woman last year before COVID. So two years ago, I guess. And she, we needed stuff to do for the kids after school. And she was a teacher at the school and she made um, beaded jewelry. And I said, why don't you come? I'll get my neighbor, her kids. She's got four kids. I have three kids. We'll pay you per kid. I go, how many kids would you want to do it? And she's like, Oh, I mean, whatever. And she was going to be $25 a kid. Cause she would give the beads to. We wound up, me and my friend Dahlia, we talked to like two other moms and we all wanted to get together anyway and talk. And the kids were going to do it. This woman comes in and she's like, oh my God, I made $225 for the hour. I've never made that much money. And all she did was lead them in a beating exercise. She wasn't the best. She didn't come with all of this credential. And then she did it and did it and did it. And she started making like flyers and we posted testimonials and she was able to quit her job because she was just teaching these classes after school. It was like NBD, like no big deal. And I don't think most people know who she is, but I think she's able to do what she likes and it's fun. It's it's all on the other side of having the courage. Your whole life is gonna change. So does anyone have any other thoughts? Melissa, is there anything else you wanna go over? We have a workbook we can give you guys as well on how to ditch your day job, which goes over this. And maybe it's even more in depth um, as well. Yeah, we should, we'll put
1: this up, um, for people to walk through if you want like something you can write on and and just like really think this out. But I think the main thing that we're trying to say here is that you're not going to figure it out from this, from like sitting and, and like really looking at your computer. And, and that's, That's not it. That's not how you're going to do it. It's going to be from here. And it's going to be talking to people and saying, I'm available. I'm Mm -hmm. available to do this thing. Is that interesting to you? No. Cool. Are you available? Or are you willing to, to like, do you want this thing? I am available to help you. That's what it comes down to. And so you have got all of the skills inside of you. You do. And our job in me to do this is to help draw that out. So we give you all of the steps, mini micro baby steps for you to put, to, to get yourself out of where you are out of this stuckness and to help you start surrendering into what is possible because it's all possible. It's all possible. How many, after this call, you can go and, and find somebody, how many, like, You know how we do the backwards math, Cath? about like actually leaving your day job? How many do you actually need? How many months do you have? Whatever. If you took that number 317 for your first payment, if you are just like, there's no way I can afford this because we see that that's like the main objection. Take that number 317 and ask yourself, what could I offer for $317 a month? One session to one person could be 317, or maybe you have a $50 product. So how many $50 products do you have to sell to get to $317? Six, six, that's it. Like it's not as complicated as we're making it. It does not have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be the best on the block. It doesn't have to be the most original idea. There's there one person cannot serve the entire world. And there are 8 billion people in this world. There's no shortage of people. There are no, no shortage of
0: money to buy the thing that it is that you want to put out into the world. So, and the truth is that, that I know, cause I, I, I know enough people to know this. If it's not now, hopefully it is, but your soul and the thing inside of you, that's yearning for more fulfillment, that lion that's in that cage, that just keeps looking at the door. It's not going away it's never going to go away until you feel in the flow that you're doing what you were put here to do something that feels good. That's touching lives. And you're making a living, doing something that's fun. There there's such a satisfaction from that. It's going to just keep like gnawing at you. It's going to keep gnawing at you. And it just comes down to like, so what do we keep choosing? Because whatever we don't change, we are actually choosing. So if you keep choosing, this then then you'll have more of that and 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 that's that's really how it goes right um let me tell you some things that we're going to do this week so this week is for anybody who didn't get to catch all of the stuff we did last week this is our catch up week we always have week 2 where we're able to be here catch everybody up we didn't put all that time and heart and energy into week 1 for you guys to be like oh some of us saw it some of us didn't so type a 1 if you haven't been able to catch the replays for everything, if you didn't get to watch everything. Awesome, so Regina saying that, Erica, great. So this week is for you. So what we're doing this week is, not only are we gonna be here um, to show up and kind of review things, but we are also going to do the homework again. And the homework allows you to be in the raffle again for prizes like spiritual gangster stuff and Beats headphones and also for scholarships. And if you did that homework for day one or day four or whatever the day, and you didn't win, even if you did win, actually, actually, you know, if you did win, that wouldn't be, make sense. But if you did the homework already, you'll be put in the raffle as well. So it gives you another crack at it. So every single day this week, I will be live at eight o'clock. In addition to these sessions at noon where we're going to review things, I'll be here at eight o'clock to kind of just announce the winners and maybe go over, like give you another little nugget. Um, there is so much that we can keep talking about, and so we will. There's a lot to cover, as you saw when I started last week in the challenge talking about marketing, and everything. there's a lot to cover, so we can keep talking about it. But at the end of the day, I could literally sit down and give you the step by step recipe guide to how to build the most amazing seven course dinner. But most people won't do it unless I go in the kitchen with you and really show you, like, okay, now when you fold in the dry ingredients, do oh. So made to do this is I'm going to be able to go deeper and more refined into every step and actually make sure that you do it because I want you to be honest with me. How many of you think that you could be as inspired by all of this? Will you really do it? And even if I give you more and more and more information, do you think that you'll actually get it done by yourself? So if you're able to get all that stuff done by yourself, then you're a unicorn. And the reason why is because you can learn how to play chess, but if you learn from a chess master, there'll be a two millimeter difference that changes your entire game. And you can't learn that by yourself. And that's the fact. So when you hear me speak, there's a reason why I can go into a detail because Seth Godin is my mentor. So we can go into marketing and I can do one or two things that can blow everything out of the water. There is a reason why all of the launches I've done have been multi-billion dollar launches and I'm not the girl who's doing the funnel because that's the long game. The faster way is building intimacy And being so generous and connecting the dots and really doing a couple easy things that help you hear the absolute pain point of this person and cutting out all the noise. Forget the budget for the Facebook ads, forget the funnel, do this and this and this. Oh, that's so, I don't know. It seems scrappy. It seems it's like, no, that's actually all that matters. What Seth Godin taught me is that some people, most people, they think they're going to be they're going to have to go be Taylor Swift when really they should try to be the Grateful Dead. How many of you know the Grateful Dead? So I'm, a, I'm actually not even a dead fan. It was kind of before my time, but I, I appreciate the example that he gave me. The example is, it's actually not accurate that you're trying to be the best. And it's not accurate that you're trying to be vanilla ice cream that everyone buys you and the most popular because you will fail at that because everyone except for vanilla ice cream has failed at that. And that's why most people give up before they start. So what you're really trying to do is not be Taylor Swift but be the Grateful Dead. What does that mean? Well, people will tell you that they, they like Taylor Swift a lot. And then there's people who are like, I love her. And they're like, I've been to like three concerts. I've been to like five concerts and I bought like, right. Then you meet people who like the Grateful Dead and they literally say, I've been to 420 concerts. And you go, come again? What was that? What did you just say? I just said, I love Taylor Swift. I've seen her nine times. Yeah, I love fish. I love the Grateful Dead. I've seen them 1,400 times. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what we want to show you and made to do this. You can go try to have a look. I want you to... It's a two millimeter difference. What's the difference between Tiger Woods and everyone else? What's the difference between Wayne Gretzky and everyone else? It's a two millimeter difference. It's like, turn your wrist just like that. Don't say that, say this, because you don't want a lot of people who kind of like what you're doing. You want a small group of people who are literally obsessed. And then you don't need to go. I need a hundred thousand people on a list. Oh, I need actually, no. Actually, how about what we're trying to do and made to do this is get you to connect with a tiny group, such a small group that it wouldn't affect much of anything. And yet it changes your whole life. And the Grateful Dead, they weren't playing shows in the beginning, they weren't playing shows at Madison Square Garden. They had already made more money than she ever made by playing these small shows because people would come over and over and over and over. And they wouldn't just buy the record. They'd buy six records. They'd buy the shirt. They'd buy the, 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 the. it was like, and guess what? They weren't even on the radio. They couldn't even get on the radio. It was all, it was like, oh, I, I see you trying to do that thing. I didn't even try. What? What? What just happened? So that's where we want you to become not like, I check the boxes. We want you to be massively successful and you will be, but you have to learn this techniques and you have to do it in a certain way. And that's why I said to you, if it's not me, find the mentor that is gonna do it. I think Seth Godin has a program that's like five grand for four weeks. I bet it's amazing. That's a great use of your money. I think it's five thousand for four weeks. It's probably amazing. I don't know if I just forgot what it's called. He has three programs, I think. But the point is, find a person because success leaves clues. So you go. You want to go from here to here. Find that person. My friend Kelly Roach has a program. I think it's twenty-five k for the year. And people go twenty-five thousand. Well, if you could invest twenty-five thousand with her and make back a million, that doesn't really make sense not to do that, right? So people are like three hundred seventy dollars a month. I'm like. Yeah, $317 a month to go teach yourself and go actually do something. It it literally, this class should be so much more money. And we keep raising it because we know that. And we know that we're actually not being fair to the value of the program. So it does keep going up. It will go up the next time because it deserves to, because it's just how life should be. Things that are should be what they are. And that's it, right? So um, it's the nuances, How many of you now are sitting here? How many of you are already signed up for me to do this type a one in the chat. If you're already signed up, love these people. I can't wait to get to it. Melissa,
1: we're going to make all these new friends. I can't wait. I'm like watching names go by and saying, okay, I'm going to go say hi to you. I'm going to go say hi to you. This is so exciting.
0: Okay. Now you get to know us very
1: well. And we get
0: to know you too. It's the best. Oh, I do a lot of crying and all the things type a two in the chat. If you haven't signed up yet, but you're like, I'm signing up more new friends. I love Congrats it to you guys, you guys, even if you're not signing up, but you're on this call, you should be giving these people like some props that takes courage. Right. And it's not about me. People are like, Oh, you sold them on yourself. I don't really think that that's my job. I don't no. think it's about you believing in me. I think it's you believing in what's possible and what's you believing in yourself. Yeah. It's you believing in you. You don't need to believe in me. Melissa believes in me. I got Melissa's vote. I do. I do believe in you. Okay. So what we're going to do is Leslie says she's on the fence. Okay. You should be typing into the chat. Why you should be reaching out to your mentor. Um, We're going to give away prize winners tonight at eight o'clock. I'm going to come on and give away some prizes. Why? Because we did a session on abundance last night and we posted homework. You guys can do the homework to be entered into that raffle. And then starting tomorrow, we're going to start sending you guys the replays of last week. As well as coming on and doing a little bit of a catch up session at noon and then I'll come on at eight and I will give you guys the winners of who's excited it's going to be a fun week more fun things to do I love it you guys make it so easy Melissa and I, this really is what we love to do she's writing a book, I'm not going to say. Can you say don't this? say. I don't I, I see. I caught <laughs> myself. Put me on the
1: hook, and everyone's gonna be like, "Where's okay. your book in 12 I won't weeks? say it, like, But
0: her title of the book is is perfect for the fact that it explains that this is what she loves to do. It's all about helping people do this. The it's next be thing. Great.
1: Yeah. You guys, you have it in you. You have it in you. We believe you. We see you. And if you don't believe in your, somebody said, "What if I don't quite believe in myself yet?" You can borrow our belief. At least for two weeks, because there's a refund period, come in and try it like test drive and see, like, are they really as nice as, as you know, they seem, are they really going to hold me to what I said I wanted to do? Yes, we are. This is Amanda said,
0: can you explain how the program goes? Yes, So it's 12 weeks um, every week you have two sessions. You have a session with me and Melissa where we're like, okay, this week we're talking about the idea. This week we're talking about beta testing. This week we're talking about you amplifying this by scaling it, blah, 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 blah. We talk about how to build your audience. We we teach you how to, we teach you all the things you'd find in a typical business course, but we do it in a way that's, when they zig, we zag. We just really zag in a different way, make it about intimacy, make it feel really good. And we want you to make an impact in the world. We want you to also have those personal breakthroughs. So every week you're on a call with us at noon on Mondays, Eastern time. And some of you are going to say, I can't make it. I can't make it. I I challenge you to say to your boss, if you give me that one moment off, I'm going to be better at this job, which you will be. In fact, a lot of people will even pay for you to help you take this class because you're going to become better at business. We've had people literally say to their boss, I just learned something about social media. Can I actually try that here? And they're like, absolutely. Like, bring it to the table. My husband wanted to go to business school while he was working at at a big network in LA, he was afraid to, and he mentioned it. They're like, not only can you go, we'll pay for half of you, half of the tuition. And we'd love for you to take the time off and then help. You, You just don't know what's possible. But yes, we meet at noon on Mondays. If you can't make it, you can watch the replay of that. But if you can't make that, you still get to see me. You know why? Because I lead about 10 guest expert bonus sessions during May to Do This. The program's 12 weeks. So almost every week, I'm there twice a week. And when I lead those sessions, we stagger those times for those of you who do not like coming in at noon. And so those will be other options for you to be live with me. But you're live with me and Laura Belgray. You're live with me and Chalene Johnson. You're live with me and Ali Webb. You're live with me and Gabby Bernstein. It's amazing. You get that. Then every week you have your implementation session with your mentor and that group. It's a smaller group, a much smaller group. It's a fraction of a fraction of the size. You you get to pick the time of that. So when you enroll, we say, here's all the different calls, like a college class. Which one do you want to be at? That's your time every week. That's where you meet with your group. And it's a time that works for you. And then through the process of Made to Do This, you will be coming up with your thing, you will be putting out your offer, you will be making your money, you will be figuring out how much more creative you didn't even know that you are. Um, and and that's, that is what we do. And we have an alumni membership, and I'm not even selling you on it because I can't, it's closed, it's for alumni, but it's called the Lighthouse Collective. And i just want you to hear that because the reason it's called the lighthouse collective is because we honestly feel that what unites everyone who comes through made to do this is that we all want to be a lighthouse it's not just that we want to make cakes or that we want to teach yoga we want to touch other lives and so that's a very special like white light that is around every person that comes into this program and so people become very good friends you get put in your own accountability pods And you actually find that you wind up selling your first offers to some people in the program, and people buy from each other. They give each other testimonials, they support each other, they do collaborations. And it all seems maybe like Japanese right now, but I promise it starts to become easier because it's very step by step. You have homework every week. And on those implementation calls with your mentor, it's about getting the work done. If you look, this is the last thing I'm going to tell you if you look up the completion rates for online courses they're atrocious most people do not complete online courses and the reason why is because they spend all their time making information and making information fancy we spend all of our time making sure that you have the transformation so we're there it's live you're being held you're being helped kept accountable your homework is due we're looking it over you're getting feedback it's, that's why it should cost more because it is a incubator. It's a think tank, it's leadership. It's not go watch videos and see it. And that's why everyone becomes really, really close. And that's why the completion rate of our program is 92% because you complete it. So at the very least you can be like, wow, this is an insurance policy that I'm actually going to do something this next, you know, summer, I'm going to get something done And for a lot of those people, they saved their families during COVID, no joke. And with things that weren't the typical things, not because they had a fancy funnel and got a hundred thousand people on a list. So yeah, we have a 92% completion rate and the amount of testimonials is just, it breaks your heart open. I mean, I am so freaking touched that people feel the way they feel about this program. We have people from every walk of life, you know, um, it's pretty cool. Melissa, is there anything anything else you want to say before we hop off?
1: Yeah. We start Monday. Oh yeah. We start Monday. (laughs) We start Monday, the 21st. And we hope that you're going to be there because we see you. We'll notice if you're not there, (laughs) it's true. We hope that you feel empowered, that you can go and figure this out, that you can go and figure out how to enroll, how to make this happen.
0: It's gonna be really, really cool. We always fall in love with our students. I'm always sobbing at the end and it's so real, you know, it's like, you know, I I often say it's like Elphaba says in Wicked when she says, you know, and if that's love, it comes at much too high a cost. I, I just always cry. Cause I, I I do think that there are so many of us who've been living our life on our parents' terms or someone else's terms or our husband's terms. And it's because we want to be loved and we want the approval and we're scared and we reach out and people reject us. So we, we hold ourselves back. But if that's love, it comes at too high a cost. You can't opt out of this and just like not feel good and be like, that's my life. Cause I want to keep the status quo. No. And I'll tell you what, you're going to turn those family, you should see what my husband's doing right now, pursuing his passion and, and, and how it lights up people around you and your kids. And it's just. You can't keep yourself on the bench. You got to get in the game and you know it. And that's why you're here. And, and the, the scary thing is that now that you have been in this challenge, even if you've just been here today and it's the first time I think you've been, you know, awakened, which is like, you know, too much to go back to sleep. Don't go back to sleep. Let's go, let's do this. I want to see all of you making a difference in the world because you're shining your light. Um, If
1: you have questions and you're trying to say, figure out like, okay, I need to figure out what to do, or I need to talk to a mentor or whatever, please direct message us. If you go to kathyheller.com slash DM, that's so easy. kathyheller.com slash DM. Angela has posted a whole bunch in the chat. You can click on it. It's going to send you to a place that you can send a message to our team. If you haven't figured it out by now, we are all real people behind the scenes answering your questions. Sometimes it's Kathy answering your questions sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's the other 50 people that we have on our staff during this challenge to actually have a conversation with you. So please reach out, say, I'm thinking about it. I'm freaking out. I'm scared. Can you talk me through this? And the answer is yes. We're here to hold that space for you. So, um, connect with us. Kathy heller.com slash DM. Yeah.
0: Okay? yeah. I think, I think the, the quality of the humans in the program, it should sell the program in of itself. Cause I just don't know the last time I felt that there was a place you could be so safe, like so safe to like be vulnerable to talk. We put you in breakout groups. Um, So anyway, we're going to do more of that this week. We will be back tomorrow at noon. We will keep hanging out. And every night at eight, I will be announcing winners from the homework. So start watching the replays because. You will be able to answer the questions in the homework if you've watched the day's replays and we'll we'll remind you of each day that we're working on as they come out. But we're basically gonna start tomorrow, day one, day two, day three. We're catching up on last week. We'll post the homework. We'll give away winners in the, in the evening. Um, and if you wanna sign up because we do have bonuses that expire every single night, we do that to incentivize you to take action, right? Because taking action is the hardest part. So we wanna give you an incentive to take action. So we have bonuses that are expiring tonight. Um, and if you want to get those bonuses, you're like, uh, but what if I get a scholarship, we will absolutely honor that. We don't know when we're pulling the names of the homework. We do that on purpose so that we can keep our integrity and we can actually stare at ourselves in the mirror and still like who we are. So you can sign up. <laughs> and PS, I want to say this because I saw, a, I actually screenshotted it. Somebody said, I live in Paris and I was busy and I didn't get a chance to get the bonuses. I mean this. We, we saw literally 2000 more people join the, your souls calling challenge group just in the last few days. And so if there's one bonus that we already gave away, like I wanted to take the podcasting course, or there was that one thing, God, I wish I could have gotten it. um, Ask your mentor. We'll give you that one bonus. We know that people are catching up. We know that people have day jobs and families and COVID is hard and kids are out of school. And you're, if there's something you missed and we want that one extra thing, we can give you that one extra thing. Okay. All right, so we will see you uh, tomorrow at noon. Uh, I'll be on tonight to announce giveaway winners. And this was so fun. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. You You guys are all awesome. Uh, Do your homework. Watch the replay from last night. That's how you get in the raffle for tonight. And stay tuned to watch replays for the rest of the week. You guys got this. I can't wait to see each of you tell me three months from now. I just started an ice cream shop. I just started this this cool retreat for women. I can't believe I'm getting paid to go on vacation. I can't wait to hear you tell me your stories. And the smile is so big that it's like the different kind of smile because you did this for yourself. I can't wait to hear those stories. I hear them every time we finish the program. Oh, and PS, we don't do the program again until next year. I know it's a 12-week program and you're like, oh, that means she's gonna do it again in October. No, October runs into the holidays, which runs into New Year's week. You won't be able to do this program until it's costing more. It's a fact. It's always going up. And it's next year. So, next how about
1: year. that's a yeah. long time now. So,
0: how about you get this done now? So, 2022 is the year that you say 2022 was the best year ever. And here's why. Dear Evan Hansen, today's a good day. And here's why. 2022 was the best year ever. And here's why. Because I spent the last part of this crazy hell of a year called 2021 building something. And it was all for a reason. And I started out 2022 and it was already, it was already happening. Yeah, Yeah. And it's done. And so it is. All right, guys, we love you. We'll see you later. Watch your replays. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Don't forget every single day this week, I'll be going live at noon Eastern and 8 PM Eastern in a private Facebook group, doing some workshops and doing giveaways of awesome swag, like spiritual gangster, sweatshirts and headphones and sunglasses and Birkenstocks and also scholarships to my program. Every single day, I'll be giving stuff away and doing free workshops. It's all free. It's going to be fun. All you have to do to join is go to kathyheller.com slash challenge. I'd love to see you there this week. Talk to you tomorrow.